0: The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag
1: TF Today.
0: Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that can't hear itself. That's fine. That's fine. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Don't be nervous. I'm not nervous. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local
1: <laughs> mediocre
0: internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there, making us sound good today. Well, sound something. Can you hear yourself? No. Oh. Celebrating his 70th birthday today.
2: There we
1: go.
0: Hey, there I am. <laughs> Celebrating his 70th birthday today. Happy birthday to Rick Springfield.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um, Jesse's sure. girl.
0: He did Jesse's girl. This is what happens when we have five people in the studio. You know, studio.
1: that's a pretty good video. Jesse's girl? Mm-hmm.
2: hmm I haven't seen the video.
1: hmm
2: okay.
3: I'm so busy dealing with you yahoos that I haven't even looked at who the first four are yet. So. <laughs> Do you want to? Okay. You'll get you to just, it later? Just keep talking. Okay. I'll tell you in a second. I'll interrupt you rudely.
0: And sing to my right the Popeye's chicken sandwich to my Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. Our West African prince <laughs> is Ishmael <laughs> Johnson. Hi, Ish. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. Thank you. We've we've missed you. <laughs> Finally, we have an actual football expert in here.
1: <laughs> Actually, we have
0: football experts all over the table. Yeah, that's uh, true. If you are watching on Facebook or TexasFootball.com, you are probably absolutely just overwhelmed by what you're seeing, and that's okay because I'm overwhelmed too. We can be overwhelmed together. Uh, we are today is our two-way preview day, uh, and so we've decided to bring in some. Hey, Greg. First four through the door. We go to Max Thompson.
3: Our chief first- That leader, Paul that. Roberts. Ryan Kohanick. That's the first time for Ryan. I'm sorry if I got your name wrong, Ryan. And Samuel DeLeon. What's up, man?
0: Okay. Now we've done that. And you'll notice somebody's <laughs> writing down that. Um, <laughs> sitting to – first ladies first. Sitting to my left, uh, stage right, <laughs> is uh, the, the, the princess of TFT herself. It is Terry Adams. Hi, Terry. Thanks for coming in.
3: Why not queen? Why is
1: she just a Would princess? you like to be the queen? Or do you Someday. want to be the princess? Someday I will be queen. <laughs> what, is the f-
0: what is the female version of a czar? That's what we need. Oh,
1: czarina. Sure.
0: sure. Nailed it. Okay. Uh, and then sitting to my right, past Ish. Mm-hmm. We're going to zoom past you for a moment. Uh, is the, the keeper The, the keeper, brain the, the brain The keeper of the flame <laughs> uh, For uh, First Four Through the Door We are joined by For the first time in studio By Ed McElroy Hi Ed How are you doing Greg? Wonderful Thanks for coming in Enjoying it um, This is uh, We're going to do 2A With all five of us And this is going to be An appropriate Friday train wreck <laughs> This is going to be This is going to be A lot of voices
4: Train wrecks can be a good time <laughs> If you have enough alcohol <laughs>
0: You know, we do need T-shirts with quotes <laughs> like that on it. That's yes. what we need. Uh, today is Friday, August twenty third, two thousand and nineteen. Ninety seven days until Thanksgiving. Episode eight hundred four, eight hundred four. The number of at bats for Dave Hostetler in his Lester's Texas Rangers career from nineteen eighty two to nineteen eighty four. As I mentioned, today is two A day. We are breaking down Class 2A, uh, the smallest 11-man classification from stem to stern like nobody else can and like nobody else has the courage to do. Uh, we will be breaking this down uh, in all sorts of ways. And so we brought in some big guns. Uh, we brought in Terry. We brought in Ed. We brought in uh, Ish, who wrote the 2A preview for the magazine. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we are going to uh, start it off as we always do. First and foremost, I guess we should probably give you guys the floor a little bit. Uh, Terry, what's up?
1: It's really nice to be here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How's the off season been for you?
1: Um I work all the time. So <laughs> this is this is great because I've been planning once football season comes around, I'm going to make some time in my life to enjoy what I love and so, you know, it's been nice to get my priorities in order. Hopefully um be seeing you guys, you know, at some games. Nobody
0: fall. nobody makes me feel dumb for asking questions like Terry. That like I was <laughs> like, uh, "How's the off season?" She's like, I work all the time. Dumb, dumb. <laughs> I don't have an off-season, you idiot.
1: That's what you do in the off-season, though. You work.
0: I mean, kind of. We just kind of do an internet show. We <laughs> just kind of, you know, we've just knocked off about 100 internet shows.
1: I'm, I'm trying to make a metaphor.
0: Oh. Hey, Ed. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, Ed, tell tell everybody a little bit about yourself uh, for for those who because Terry's been here before. You're new. I'm
4: happily retired and I don't work, Terry. No mm. I, I try to get up before your show comes on. Uh, I mean, <sighs> Spike Dykes had one of the best lines. Somebody asked him about retirement. He said, "I don't do much, but I don't start till noon." Man, That's so you're living nice. the dream. Absolutely.
0: Okay, and and you're uh, so where whereabouts are you are you located? I'm, I'm
4: in Sun City in Georgetown now, but I was in Austin for thirty years. I grew up in. Uh, a place called Center in East Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I was there and then went Stephen F. Center. 30 miles east of that. Yeah,
0: University. no, 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 no. I'm trying to think of the mascot. Don't. Mm, mm.
4: <sighs> there are not many of them.
0: Are they the Roughnecks?
4: Close enough. Rough Riders. Rough Riders. Good, oh. Dang it. Good try. Good try.
0: Uh, I,
1: like Teddy Roosevelt? Yeah.
4: Ah. Oh, uh-huh. nice. nice. That's Thank probably you. where it came from because uh, they probably named them Rough Riders. In around 1921 mm-hmm. and that's right after uh uh san juan hill that uh,
0: right yeah and you're in the austin area too right yes yes right so we've got two we got atx in the building uh plus the mayor of manor here in, oh, in sure. the building yeah. as well yeah. uh you don't have to yell at us about new uh, manor new tech from outside anymore you can just you can just scream it into the microphone <laughs> from here all right so let's get into our 2 a preview it is 2A day here on texas football today get involved the in conversation hashtag tf today we will start uh, with a quick 2018 recap, and my my storyline for 2018 in, in 2A was just kind of wire to wire dominance, I think, by both state champions. Uh, you know, obviously with Mason in 2A Division One, we had some questions of who was going to come out of Region Four. Uh, obviously they had to get through Furio, they had to get through, uh, they, didn't, they didn't have to get through Shiner, but you know, they, they had to go through all those, uh, that that kind of hornet's nest down there in Region 4. Once they came out of there, though, it, it became pretty apparent to me, at least, that even with some fantastic stories like San Augustine, even mm-hmm. with some fantastic stories like uh, like San Saba, they were the dominant force in, in 2A Division 1. Same thing goes, I think, with Mart. Mart Wire to wire. Wire to wire. I think we caught wind pretty early, and especially you guys went down to that Refurio game, mm-hmm. and you saw them just take them apart. Right. And At that point, I think we kind of, you kind of came back and, and looked at us and goes, go, guys, it's, it's Mart, and it's it's not close. It's
2: an, it wasn't close. A lot of it had to do with Refurio with their own struggles of the new offense, things like that, but the fact that Mart just dismantled them, mm-hmm. like didn't give them room to – they, basically, they, after that game, Refereo was like, all right, that didn't work. We got to go back <laughs> to our regular offense. Like, the fact that Mart did that to them showed a lot of, the, uh, of what the talent and the experience and just the drive that they had to, to go back-to-back because Hoffman told me that was one of the goals. was like, you know, there's been a lot of great Mart teams They have never gone back-to-back. Yeah. And so that senior team and that uh, squad doing it last year was mm-hmm. a legitimate goal for them
0: all uh, throughout the season. Guys, what was your 2A takeaways from last year?
1: Well, you know, I had been um, following Mason Mm -hmm. Like, pretty much since I've been following Texas high school football. And, um, you know, I had seen them get beat by um, Refurio, pretty much. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, they could never quite make it to the title game. So, that was just such a beautiful game. (laughs) (laughs) It it was like um, watching someone pitch a no-hitter. I mean, I don't think they missed a tackle.
0: That game against New Deal? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That title game um, was really just a master class in open field tackling. And it's such a nice feeling to see, you know, like people just do their jobs that way.
0: Well, yeah, you talk about you talk about those ranch boys going out there and, and, mm-hmm. and bringing down stairs. That's probably where they, <laughs> you know, mean, they are. They're yeah. out there just wrangling. That, uh, but they, that was they were, a master class. They were an excellent, excellent defensive, uh, defensive squad. Uh, Ed, any takeaways from 2018? What Mark did in the title game was just I mean, they could have scored a hundred if
4: they wanted to. Oh yeah. I mean that I, I hadn't seen anybody take apart somebody. Uh, you and you and Matt were talking on Teppin' Step about the biggest marginal victory. Mm-hmm. They could have had it if they wanted it. Sure. Yes. Oh, they absolutely could. I it, mean that, that was just unmerciful what they did.
0: It ended up being 76-33. But mm-hmm. thirty three points for who cares. Garbage points. time, really. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, and that was a good groover team, by the way, but but those first Couple of drives, and I say drives, plays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They were shocking, Mm -hmm. like shocking in their dominance, and it was like, oh, oh, they, oh, they're gonna do this the whole game, and you kind of saw it. uh, New deal knew they were beat so quick in that ball game. Mm-hmm.
4: That, you know, it just takes the wind out of your sails. Oh
0: yeah, I think both those squads. You know, I think that kind of speaks to both of them came from I think the tougher side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. That Mason came from that Region Three, Region Four side, uh, and the same with uh, same yeah. with Mart. They both came from the that that if you're facing at the right side of the bracket. Uh, and it, to me, that's what that's where the power nexuses were, where they yeah. were on Region Three, Region Four on both sides. So we now move into 2019. We're going to take a look at. Uh, Go region by region. We'll start, if you guys are okay, we'll go 2A Division 1 all the way yeah. down, then 2A Division 2. Sounds good. Okay, we'll start with 2A Division 1, Region 1. And 2A Division 1, Region 1, I, uh, I think in a lot of ways you can kind of narrow it down to four or five teams, but I don't know if there's a favorite here. I think that there's a lot of teams that are super interesting here, but I don't necessarily see some runaway favorite. I, I agree. I mean, New Deal
4: lost Jet Whitfield. Mm-hmm. They are not, there's no way they're as good as they were last year. Mm-hmm uh personally i sort of like holly a little bit they've got a lot of kids coming back and they lost a real close game in the second round of the playoffs last year uh but there's nobody like mark last year no you know and i i sort of think this this region may peak out in the semifinals
0: yeah i i I tend to i tend to agree with you i would look at this and and say that you know a team like panhandle is really interesting to me yeah um, they,
4: but they, I don't think they'll make the regional
0: finals because they're in the wrong I think
4: I think Hawley may can beat them this year.
0: Hawley's got some, some playmakers. Hawley's really interesting. Um I I threw in Stanet West Texas. That was a ten win a year ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, They've got that quarterback. Uh, Avian Cruz. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. Uh they're gonna be good. They're gonna be really solid and so, you know, in, in a lot of ways I think that region one of two A Division one. Uh, is, is is wide open. And if you wanted to tell me that there is some team that's off of our radar that's going to jump up and end up in a state semifinal, it would probably be for me in Region 1 mm-hmm. as opposed to any of the other regions. Yeah,
2: I think Panhandle, the one thing about Panhandle last year that really impressed me was they were the one team that if Nudia was going, they could kind of keep pace, right, until obviously Mm -hmm. they ran into Mason in the state title game, but all season New Deal was just blowing out teams. That offense was just incredible. Panhandle was the one team, I think that game got away late uh, late for Mm -hmm. for Panhandle, but they were the one team that matched them step for step for a good three quarters Mm -hmm. or so. So depending on what they bring back, you know, mm-hmm. well, you they've got to find a quarterback, right? Yeah. Exactly. All I know and is they, they have they, a guy
1: named Houston Heck, and I love that. Yeah. Houston, Houston Heck,
2: well, he's a
4: good linebacker, and is he, is he going to play running back or quarterback this year? Running back.
0: I think they're going to play, play him at running back, yeah. and and but they've got, I mean, they've got some. You know, the the great thing about two A is you got to play both ways, mm-hmm. and these guys are going to play uh, both ways. But it's it's really interesting. I would say that you know this is the the region that I'm going to have my eye on, not necessarily because I think the state champions coming from this region, but because it is just so. It's probably the one region without, in my opinion. Uh, at least a favorite, if not a clear favorite. Mm-hmm.
4: And, and don't forget, West Texas only lost five Letterman off of that yeah. team. Yeah, that's it, a whole lot of kids coming back.
0: Uh, to Region Two, we go, where I do think there is a, a, a over, not, maybe not overwhelming, but I would say a clear favorite, a team <laughs> to beat, uh, and that's uh, San Saba, who has a mascot, and they.
1: Can you teach me how to?
0: How to say it? Say how to it. say it? Nice. Yeah, it's very easy very easy. You just got to go,
1: Armadillos! <laughs> <lean>
0: armadillos! <laughs> Perfect. So the Armadillos, uh, San Saba, uh, it, it brings back a ton from last year. I think there's a real argument that last year they were a year early. Sure. That mm-hmm. a lot of that team was really, really young. Uh, there is going to be a question, I think, whenever you lose a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Ficotch is off to Georgetown Eastview. Um, he takes, he goes, makes that leap from 2A to 5A, which is a leap. Quite a leap. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, I know that he has had nothing but good things to say about Andres Aguirre, who, who's taking over, mm-hmm. uh, gets promoted from within, uh, and the kids know him. They've got a ton coming back. And mo- more important, most importantly, they've got some individual playmakers that are just really special. Yes, guess what? Hmm. Listen to this. This guess is a good what? story.
1: Guess who I was talking to on the phone last night?
0: Oh, man. We go to Chief Correspondent <laughs> Terry Adams for this report.
1: Okay, so I have a cousin who goes to school at San Saba. Her name is Brighton Adams, and she is Shout the two a two hundred meter champion. She won uh, state this year, so um, and it wasn't close. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> Flex on them. So I just texted her. I was like, "Can you um, can you put me in touch with Sean or Eli?" So last night I'm talking to Sean O'Keefe. Whoa, I know.
0: Look at that. Oh. And he's Sean O'Keefe, the quarterback for uh, for for San now committed to
3: Tulsa. Vo- Tulsa,
1: firmly committed to Tulsa. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So I was, you know, I wanted to know. Th- I asked him the really important questions. Okay, like, like.
0: what's your deal? <laughs> <laughs> did he did he score? Did, do you like football? <laughs> what's your favorite sport? I mean,
1: one of the main things I wanted to know is, um. Like was it your plan to blow teams out last year? Did you, I mean, because <laughs> I'm. Let's see. I did the math. In the regular season, they won by an average of forty six points.
0: Yeah, okay. they were dominant. Yeah, and then
1: even in the playoffs, they they won by twenty points average. Yeah, they beat the snot um, out of people. Yeah, and I mean. So, apparently, they have this uh, rivalry with Goldthwaite. They do. It's one of the oldest
0: rivalries in the state. Mm -hmm.
1: And they beat them, like, 78 to nothing? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Goldthwaite's down, and they're down
4: again this Mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway. um, Yeah, yeah, so I feel like um, it's just a special thing when a team, you know, has a culture change like that. Mm -hmm. It just proves that anything really can happen. Um, And, yeah, so I asked him, like, when did you know that – that y'all were good like Wendy and he he said it wasn't until the Valley View game like it wasn't mm. until the playoffs so like they had no experience really in playoffs yeah um, this year they do um, he said that the game against um, New Deal just felt slow just felt slow mm-hmm. to them like you know um so yeah I mean I think that this could be their year um, they have and he
3: guaranteed they'd win a state championship, right? I mean, pretty much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, get him in actually, trouble, no, guys. I you know, said know, you at ask, state. Did
2: you ask him the most important question? Did he score against Celeste? He scored. He scored. He scored. The ref rolled him I, one, he, yard, one yard short. He
3: definitely uh, scored. I, regula- he, he, I don't care how far it was from that pylon, he was in.
2: <laughs> he was in. It should have been a walk-off
3: touchdown. It,
1: it should have just awesome. won that game right there. Um, mm-hmm. I also asked him about the graveyard yes oh. apparently um old coaches like to uh buttonhole the kids at track meets to tell them the stories Ooh. of the graveyard Ooh. and apparently they do it does spook players who come um to okay. play but he says that he never thinks about it it's not a big <laughs> deal to them well, so
3: greg is loving every second of this this
1: and is they a- have a guy who came in from brady that he really likes okay <laughs> cole bryant
0: well, do you want to write the 2A season <laughs> next year? Like for the magazine?
1: He's going to be incredible. playing outside linebacker and hey, tight end. Hey, ish, who, which uh, which
0: uh, 2A player of the year candidates did you talk to for, <laughs> in preparation for the show? <laughs> 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 no, he's taking off his headset. Um, yeah, so so San Saba, I think, is is going to enter uh, as the team to beat in Region 2.
4: I mean, I think San Saba wins that region. Unless something happens to Sean O'Keefe. I yeah. mean, Salinas is a good running back they've mm-hmm. got. But if I was the coach there, I would not play him at defensive back in district. Right. Or not much, anyway. The legs. It's so easy to get somebody dinged up, and mm-hmm. he is so important to that team. And I think they skate through that
0: region. Um, here, Here's the one team that I'll throw out there that gives me a little bit of pause, and that's Crawford. Mm-hmm. Crawford's it's, always, with, it's always Crawford. Within their own district – Delbert Kelm is a notorious
3: sandbagger. <laughs> uh, we ain't gonna be no good. Sure. Lie. I don't even know we're I gonna know, have we eleven. Don't, I don't even
0: um, know. They go as far as Abel can take. Sure, em. and 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 they're probably the chief challenger come within their mm-hmm. their own district. But I think you're right. I think that you know, as much as we talk about Region One not having a clear favorite, Region Two, in my opinion, does. I think we do. Yeah, yeah there is uh, other teams. Bosqueville, maybe uh, a team like Collinsville is a team you can dream on. But but I, yeah. I would say that that really it's it's San Sabas to lose, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Anybody disagree with that? No. Okay. Let's move on. Do you have one more thing? Oh, I did have one more thing. <laughs> we okay. Go to Terry Adams. So
1: last year, it could have happened. Mason and San Sabat in the title game. Mm-hmm. And like, oh man. It, I don't know what would have happened though. Who would you Mason have was about? such a special team last year? I know. I I would not have I been know who would have won.
0: <laughs> I think Mason would have won. Yeah, I think Mason. I think, won. I think Mason I think I think Mason by the end of the year they were pretty clearly the best team in 2A Division 1. Yeah. And and uh, yeah. I think they proved it along the way. And But I think it would have been a fun game.
1: Okay, well, this year Mason has lost a lot of personnel. So. Oh,
0: listen, Mason may not even get out of their region. so But we'll get
1: there. I'm still cheering for them.
0: Region okay. 3 we go. <laughs> region 3, I think you could squint and see a, 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 another team that's a, as, as much of a favorite. But I also think not that they're... Not quite. Not quite. I would say that because of the depth of Region 3 and two or three or maybe even four other teams there that could challenge them. But St. Augustine, does. they are the defending regional champs, and to me they deserve to start at the oh, top. Oh, they're mm-hmm.
4: the favorite. But remember, they beat Garrison by two points last year mm-hmm. in the playoffs.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, and Garrison has, has still got – that really good running back, Sebastian Porter. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had, what, 2,600, 2,400 yards last year. He's we, good.
0: We like him a lot. But, but, uh, uh, but really I
4: mean, good. St. Augustine has got Thomas Davis, the quarterback. Is it? Yeah, davis Yeah. And then they've got that those, t- actually, two 300-pounders in a defensive line.
0: But <laughs> 2A is nuts. I mean, heck, that's big anywhere. But, yeah, <laughs> in 2A, that's not fair. Right. That's that's going to be. I mean, that's the whole line. Um. The, but Garrison's going to be interesting. You mentioned Sebastian Porter. The game, the game I'm very interested in is uh, October 25th. They go to Tannehill.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Tannehill's got a, a, sophomore, a mm-hmm. junior quarterback. Uh, yes. Tannehill's probably a year away, maybe.
0: Tannehill was super young last year, and they're going to be super young again this year.
4: But do you realize how close – I mean, because Joaquin's got a solid team this year. They're, mm-hmm. they're probably going to come in fourth in that district, but yeah. maybe third. But from Joaquin to Garrison – is 30 miles and in between you've got Tenney Hall and Timpson.
0: That's a that's a mean, talent pool. They're
4: close enough they can date each other's cheerleaders. <laughs> I mean they're on top of each other there is so, I mean, they there and and Shelbyville should be in that district.
0: Yeah. Shelbyville and Shelbyville is going to be I I, I know we put up uh, Matt Stepp's hipster picks today yeah. and I know he's very he's very high on on Shelbyville um, but because Shelbyville
4: yeah. is in Shelby County just sure. like Teddy Hall
0: attempts and, and walk in uh, somebody's gonna have to I think talk me out of San Augustine oh, yeah. in mm-hmm. order to, to, to get out of that region I think that they're probably the favorite there but I do think I do think garrison you know in in so many in in so many instances 2a comes down to individual playmakers mm-hmm. and it comes down to the dude and if there's, a guy, if there's a team that has the dude in Region 3, it's Sebastian Porter who cares. But
4: right. he lost both his offensive tackles and one of his guards. They were all, all yep. three, all district, for what that's worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, with 10 starters back on offense, yep. San Augustine is scary looking. Yeah. yeah.
0: They should be very, very good offensively. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, all right. Let's move to Region 4. Um, perhaps you've heard of them. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, the three-team meat grinder. <laughs> it is.
0: I mean, look, it's it's, it's Refurio, Mason, and Shiner mm-hmm. in some sort of order. Mm-hmm. We have them literally one, two, three in the state in the magazine. Um, I This is a shocker. I think they're the three best teams in the state. Yeah. And they're going to have to beat each other up, and a lot of it comes down to the fact that, um, that Refurio and Shiner will play and Mason, uh, assuming they all take care of business in their own district, regional semifinals. But Rufirio would see Shiner in a regional semifinal, and that is a real advantage there, uh, for um, I would say for for Mason that Mason, you know, gets a team like last year they got Thorndale, and you know, but they may see a team like Holland this year.
4: Uh, I, that's a huge advantage for Mason. There is no way Mason. I don't. In my mind, I can't imagine Mason being anywhere close to last year. They lost 11 major players. Mm-hmm. Including most of the backfield, and they lost their head coach.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, it's yeah. not now,
4: nothing. Uh, you know, promoting from within. There's continuity still, but the guy was a head coach for a reason.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
4: and and you lose some brain power when you lose your head coach. Now you, Shiner lost their coach
0: too. Yeah, they did. Now, now you talk with uh, Michael McLeod. Uh, for the, did you talk to him for the magazine? No,
2: uh, Grape Land. I'm um, 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 Mahaffey. Uh, Wayne Mahaffey. No, no. Um, um Terry Ward. Terry Ward, right. Terry, yes, that's right, I'm sorry. Another he, coach switch. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I talked sorry. to, uh, um, um, wow, Jason Herring.
0: Jason Herring, at yes. what did, what did uh, Coach Herring have to say? Haas. So, uh, <laughs> what do you have to say, Haas? Lot of Haas, but uh, <laughs> no,
2: he, he said, he basically uh, repeated what Ed said, where it's like if you, you know, a program like that, a program like Mason and Shiner, promoting from within is the no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, you, have, you have the engines going, um, he expects those programs to be exactly where they have been in the past couple years. He doesn't expect them to fall off He expects it to be a three-team race in the region as well um, But he says just because they switched head coaches does and the fact that it was the defensive coordinator taking over right mm-hmm. um, Mason's trademark was the defense mm-hmm. and the fact that They're just taking that guy and putting him in charge of everything now like okay the defense worked pretty well Shouldn't be a problem. You know, uh, it was a natural transition for that program to make him the def- uh, the head coach now and like I said, he's He's going to prepare for them like he always did when Cade Burns was the well, <laughs> head coach. And to me, I think that one of the advantages
0: that Mason or that Refuria will have this year and why they are our number one team in Dave Campbell's Texas football is yeah. that they probably won't monkey with the offense as much as they did last year. Right, exactly. Remember last year they went to that flex cat offense. No, he, say,
2: he says that, that spread that they switched to, that's that's what they're going to be running. That's what uh, they've been comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Ochoa, I believe that's the quarterback's name. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. He He's comfortable as ever now. Yeah. Um, Kelly's still out wide. He moved to wide receiver after kind of struggling at quarterback as a freshman, so he's at wide receiver now. He says they're they're clicking. Yeah. And, and they've got
4: that stud linebacker. Yeah. Yes. yes.
2: A Cedro Mascoro. I mean, another plus, Mascoro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
4: I mean, plus Jason Herring's worth a lot. He has been yes. there and done
0: that. Sure. 100 percent And I think that, you know, when you do have, you know. If it's if we separate these three teams by by small margins, right, mm-hmm. then maybe. Even though we really like the, the the hires that they made at China with Daniel Bodecker or or, or, or at, at Mason with with uh, Michael McLeod, um, then maybe even though we have them having a new having a veteran head coach in Jason Herring may be the difference and maybe the that margin that ends up making them the favorite to get out of Region Four and as a result the favorite to win the state championship. Well-
4: and they've got more starters coming back, too. Yeah. I mean, the only other team in that district with a lot
0: of starters is Holland. Yeah. Which is sort of a sleeper. Uh, yeah. But that's if, if, if everyone, if every one of those teams slips and you're looking for that team to, to surprise yeah. people, then Holland's that team.
1: Or Thorndale. Or Thorndale. Uh,
0: what <laughs> else you got for Region Four, Miss Terry?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the main thing is that I think Referee can be beat. I think that thinking of them as this, you know, impenetrable fortress mm-hmm. is, you know, I mean, it's good for them, I guess. Um, I've seen them destroy teams, um, and they, you know, but I just feel like that's just not helpful I think that, for everyone else.
0: I think that, I think that, I think both, I think any any of those three teams, really and truly, Refiro, Mason, Shiner, if you come to me uh, and you say, I'm from the future, and Shiner won the Region 4, and Shiner won the state championship, I believe it. I think that I think that they are. I think that all four of those teams are capable of winning it. Mm-hmm. Anyone outside of those three, I'd be pretty surprised. Yeah. But any of those three, I could see winning region four. And I do. Are we all in agreement that the winner of region four is is the likely favorite to win the state championship? I'd say so. Maybe. Mm.
4: I Dep- mean, I, uh, I'm going Mar- March, March still going to be good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's March in the other class. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, okay. So that's Two A Division One. Uh, we're going class by class. We're doing our. Two, it's Two A Day here on Texas Football Today. Here with Ed McElroy and uh, Terry Adams as well as Ishmael Johnson, uh, talking Two A uh, on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation. Hashtag TF Today. To Division Two we go, and we start with Region One. We go way out west, mostly into the Panhandle. Uh, you have a team that played for a title last year. Uh, that has one of the signature players in the state in Jalen Conyers at Groover, but I don't know if they're the favorite. We no. don't list them as the favorite in Dave Campbell's Texas football. We really like what Stratford brings. The Elks look really, really solid this year.
4: Groover lost their whole backfield mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and gosh, in class, I that is, or double a, that's really hard mm-hmm. to replace. And Stratford's got what? Eight starters on both sides of the ball coming back. Mm-hmm. I mean, Stratford looks like the team out there this year. Although, uh, Wink's not a bad ball club. Wink's got nine and eight starters coming Mm -hmm. back, and they didn't lose but six lettermen.
0: Yeah, Wink is, I think Wink is the, uh, is what you would, if you want to characterize them as a sleeper, even though they're ranked, I think that you're well within your rights. And I know that what Brian Gibson has out there, I know he's really excited about this Wildcat squad uh, he has out there. But yeah, I I look at the the talent that Stratford comes back. Groover's going to have a lot of pieces moving. It sounds like they're going to move Jalen Conyers to quarterback uh, which will be interesting because, again, your most talented player, especially 2A, you want to give given the ball. It was like what Cuero what did. They said, why don't yeah. we just build the entire plane out of Jordan Whittington, right. and then they did. Yeah. Uh, but So I, I'm very interested to see what they look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Vega as a sleeper, in and in what, what, what promises to be a really deep and dangerous but, district. Three. This
4: whole region mm-hmm. is filled with teams with a lot of people coming back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tahoka's got ten and ten starters. Yeah. Uh, Sudan's got seven mm-hmm. and eight starters back. Uh, it's just it's a a loaded, experience region. I so, would
0: also lump in a team like Rawls. Rawls was a team that ended up losing to Clarendon in the first round, but this is a team. Uh, you know, the Jackrabbits uh, bring back I think uh, eight starters on both sides of the ball. Uh, they lost. They they went nine and two. It's the dreaded you know, uh, you know, lose your first playoff game. You know, but to me, I really like what. This I like the depth of this region. I like mm-hmm. the parity of this region. I think Stratford's a favorite, but yeah. I would also look at I would also look at it and say that it, much like its Division One mate, I would say that Region One is is a lot more wide open than a lot of the other regions.
2: Now I agree. Like you, you mentioned, I mean Stratford is the favorite, and I think when you look at them on paper, they should be the favorite based on when they bring back what they did last year. But I mean, there's just something about Jalen Conyers lining up at quarterback that yeah. really gets things interesting. I don't, Yeah, when you mm-hmm. have that incredible of an athlete and you just say he's going to make every offensive decision. Yeah. That's something special that could be. I mean, we've seen it happen in 2A before where they have a division 1 FBS caliber player at quarterback. And yeah, we've seen that we've seen that program win multiple state titles. Yes. Looking at you, Are Bremont. Are you talking Bremont? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens a lot. Yeah. Where it, yeah.
0: sometimes, sometimes, as much as we've kind of gotten used to Mart the past couple of years, where they've been one of those teams that has a number of guys who can really take over a game. Uh, in a lot of ways, two A is about who's got the, the dude. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, Hall did it
4: two mm-hmm. different times with different quarterbacks, and I'm drawing a blank on their names Reginald right Davis now. Reginald Davis is one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the kid who went to Tech, mm-hmm. and then they had a McCollister uh about ten twelve years ago, short kid that played quarterback, uh maybe fifteen years ago. <laughs>
3: but yeah, you one, remember that, yeah, Greg, right?
4: Uh, yep. <laughs> but, but no, one yeah. one kid in two mm-hmm. A sure can take you
0: to the promised land. Any thoughts on two A division one or two A division two region one or should we move no, on to Division two? Here we go. To Region Two we go. And this is what I love about Region Two and two A Division Two is you could talk me into I think four different teams winning this, maybe even five. Uh, I think Hamlin starts the year as a favorite. Uh, a 12 and two run a year ago, uh, a team that brings back a lot of that defense, which got better as the year we'll be went on. Drawn
3: and quartered in Albany, sir. I know I will.
4: And who 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 did they lose to twice last year?
3: Albany.
0: Yeah. Who lurks now? Yep. Albany has lurks. some replacing to do, but you talk with Denny Faith and he says now we're good. Don't you worry about Don't you worry about these these lines. We're good. Um, Wellington is super intriguing to me. Uh, a new coach in Greg Prophet who takes over there, moving from Goldthwaite up there. Um, I am really. It's the first time in a long time it hasn't been Wade Williams yeah. up there, and I'm interested in the transition there. That is not a program that promoted from within, which will make things interesting. And he
4: doesn't have a lot of starters coming back no. to work with it.
0: But in, in a lot of ways, if you're coming in and you're kind of re kind of want to reshape the culture, or you want to put your own stamp on the program. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that can be a bit of a blessing. Is that you know yeah you're, you know yeah twelve starter or twelve lettermen are gone, but at the same time, fresh start. We can I can put my identity on there. I think Santo's really interesting, too. Santo brings back so much from a team that that, that went three rounds deep in the playoffs last year. Uh, I think Santo's very interesting. And well, and they played Albany a close game last they year, did. 38-28. Yeah, they played, a, they played a real tight game in the area round. Um, that is, for me, those are the four that I'm interested in. If you want to talk me into a team like Wheeler, I'm here for it, yeah. but I, I think that it's probably one of those top four. I uh, thought about Wheeler, team. but I just can't see yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but
4: Albany has so much tradition i mean until until they had that strange run mm-hmm. to start last season where mm-hmm. they what, what lost their first five Boy, or something. i think they were 0-5 but before that they had gone 10 years in a row winning 11 games every year and in all that span they never lost more than two games in those 11 years or 10 years yeah I ah. mean, albany just denny
0: faith does a job out denny there faith is sure. a, a Miracle worker. Yeah. he is. He is. He is among the, the best coaches uh, in the state.
4: And as I've heard somebody on this show say before, to be the man, you got to beat the man.
3: Woo, woo.
4: Uh, that's why I'm yeah. sticking with Albany until they, until Hamlin beats them. Smart man. Although I love Hamlin, may have the best nickname in the state. Pied <laughs> <Five-five> pipers. <percent. laughs> well, their
0: defense is really, really good. Um, anybody else before we move on to Region Three? Uh, any other thoughts on on Region Two? Mm. Going once, going twice to Region Three, we go. Uh, where? I
2: mean, just
0: giant lurk there, baby. <laughs> uh, well, Mart lives here. Yes. This is the house that Mart lives in. Uh, and, and look, I think that there may be an, an inclination to look at some of the numbers surrounding Mart because they're not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. They bring back three starters on both sides of the ball, uh, they lose more than half of their Letterman from a year ago. Uh, and I think there's going to be an an inclination to say, oh, well, look, maybe they're down. Maybe they're real building. I just don't think that's the case, and I think that having uh, at least the numbers may not say it, but the impact players they bring back, mm -hmm. I think-ish, are are what really set them apart. You
2: got Kyler Martin coming back who, I mean, the fact that he was out and they didn't miss a beat on offense was (laughs) insane. You got Roger Freeman who might be the best athlete, uh, not named Jalen Conyers in the state yeah. probably in the in this division in this classification uh, he's probably moving to quarterback he's probably still going to be a defensive end I don't know if anybody in two A can block him uh, one-on-one and I mean those two guys alone like sure you can surround them with sophomores and you have to still you have to still uh, imagine that mart sophomores are still going to be pretty good because mm-hmm. they're just because they were blocked out by last year's senior class doesn't mean that they're not varsity caliber players and sure there might be some growing pains they might they might get blown out by Refurio, who's a more experienced team when they play them in the regular season. And a bigger team. And, and they have to go team. on the road. Right, and they gotta go on the road. They gotta go hours away. So that might be, you know, their wake-up call. But come the playoffs and come, you know, the postseason. Come on now. They they should be fine. <laughs> uh, they're in a district where they can fine-tune through
4: district. <laughs> yes. it's, it's not gonna stress them a lot. And like we were talking earlier, one or two players can carry you into a mm-hmm. and they've got those one or two players. I mean, it's not last year's Mart team. No. La- last year was a juggernaut. This mm-hmm. year, they got to play to win this year. Yeah,
0: they can't, they can't, I don't think they can have a bad game and, and, and beat some of the best teams in the state, but I will say that I think that, that Mart is, is a favorite. My question is going to be running the ball. I want to see what they do at the running back spot. They lose Tyra Korn. Uh, they lose Shatadrick Bailey. They will need to find a running back, but Mart has never really had a problem finding running
4: back. And can't they play Freeman at running back if they need to? Yeah, yeah. they you can. Know? Just leave Martin at quarterback and give the ball to Freeman. A sure, terrifying. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. What is he? Six two, two twenty. Yeah,
2: yeah. something like that. Yeah, he's he's, a, he's ridiculous. Um,
0: well, do I hear any talk for, for Grapland? Um grapeland has got a, a new coach, but a state championship caliber coach in yeah. Terry Ward, who comes in from Tenaha. A defense that figures to be pretty good. I mean, they. Start, here's here's what's crazy about them is that we're starting – we have them number five in the state to start mm. the year, and yet we think, ooh, boy, I don't know if they're going to win their region.
4: Three starters back on offense. Yeah, they got to retool that offense. Uh,
0: good coach, but that's a challenge. I'm um, – Munster intrigues me. Same here. Let's let's not forget that the team that won the state that won a state championship in 2017 is here as well. Yeah. Um, oh, and Brady
3: Carney was thrilled when they got moved to Region Three. Just oh yeah. Over them. Oh, just, <laughs> just
0: thrilled. Uh, they're a team that lurks. I would say Munster there, but I mean, look. The, the, ultimately, this feels like March to lose. I yeah.
4: I think so. I mean, unlike Region One most of this region lost a lot of kids last year mm-hmm. now the one team that didn't is evadale and they've got will far
0: will far a and stud the ki- and, mm-hmm. yeah
4: i mean, what do you think is you is he one of the top two or three running backs in this class oh, easily. Yeah.
2: Yeah. easily easily because you got him you got yeah. brady lissy who's moving to quarterback mm-hmm. so he probably don't classify him as a running back anymore i mean easily one or two i'd say yeah. i mean as big as far is yeah i mean
4: He's going somewhere next year to play college ball. Oh, yeah. for sure. No. I, I don't know where, but... For sure.
0: Will Farr's a stud, and, and uh, we were we were really happy to, to make him our 2A cover boy in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, this figure is to be really, uh, really fun there in in, in Region 3. Uh, okay. To Region 4 we go, and here with a breakdown of the Fall City Beavers is Terry Adams.
1: Where is Fall City?
0: you <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll grab the baton back. Um, Fall City... Okay. I don't know if I want to blow up his spot. Um, but I was talking with Kevin Hoffman at Mart, and he told me, like, when we ranked them number one, he told me he's like, that number two team you've got pretty darn good. And that was the team that gave them their toughest run, mm-hmm. is, is Fall City. Uh, oh, oh, Fall okay. City. Yeah. yeah, Fall City is, and they, they are loaded. They bring back 13 starters from last year's team. They have the star in Brady Lissy. They have the pedigree. They've won state championships before um Brit Hart has been there long enough to know that 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 the culture change that the culture is is in place mm-hmm. um Burton is probably their chief competitor but they lost not necessarily the numbers but the guy in Demondrick winters mm-hmm. that I wonder what they're going to look like uh and then look there is Bremont guys Bremond, of course, one three straight. I know that uh, Rashad Paul is not walking through that door, <laughs> but they bring back 17 starters from a team that I think took their licks last year and maybe a lot better than people may think.
2: Sure, no, I, I kind of got it. I mean, I don't, gotta, I don't, I don't want to agree with Coach Hoffman saying I don't know why they're not number one, but Fall City's looking really good. They look like, very good. Uh, uh, sure. When you lose a guy like Keyshawn Johnson, that's a huge blow. But if Brady Lissy can take over quarterback the way we kind of anticipate him doing. I mean, they have—I uh, believe—they have a linebacker, Gendrish, coming back as well. He was a leading tackler. Uh, they got—they have some guys coming back to where they could be right meeting up with Mart again in that final uh, this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah I it think would so. not be surprising. I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, F- F- Burton's a good team, but
0: Fall City. I think it's—I think it's got to be City. All same.
1: I know is that Burton has a player named Cash Callahan. Yeah. Cal. Cal- great name. Cal- Another great name. Is that Cash Callahan. Yeah. You got it. You nailed it. Okay. So I think this might be the nephew of my first boyfriend. <laughs> and this is how I make my alliances. This is, so this I is will why be we have her on the show. So I will be confirming <laughs> that. And if that is true, then I am suddenly a Burton fan.
0: I love the insight. <laughs> <laughs> What's amazing is that somebody on this panel has, has talked with a Two A Player of the Year candidate in preparation for this, absolutely, and also is making decisions based on who may be related to their ex boyfriends. This is the this is a this is a skill set. This is
1: a skill set. I make no apologies. You shouldn't. (laughs) We're
3: charting new territory.
0: Uh, We're Texas football today. This is our Two A Preview Show here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in conversation. Hashtag TF Today. Around the table, it is Ed McElroy, Ishmael Johnson, some dope, and uh, Terry Adams. Uh, let's go to five players. To know, pl- five players to know. Uh, Terry, ladies first. I will give you uh, an opportunity to shout out some players that you are going to have your eye on in two A.
1: Okay. Um. So other than you know the players at San Saba that I'm, you know I feel like I know them now. Well, you at guys least are one of them. You're basically best friends. Okay. <laughs> um. They also have Nathan Glover. Is that, is that right? Okay. Uh. Junior, Jameis
0: Okay. I feel like say I'm it confidently. Really,
1: okay. Right, that's, um, all, that's all I do. You know, Eli, Selena, yes, Sean O'Keefe. Um, they have this guy, Cole Bryant. Okay, so, Autry Black. I love that name mm-hmm. from Winthorst. Yeah, big, um, uh, big receiver. Britt McQuitty. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. I l- these names are great. Um, I'm I'm solely picking on. I like their names. Tough affair. Yep, that's what I got. Okay, <laughs> ish. Okay. Who's, on your,
0: who's on your list of players to know?
2: So I didn't write them down, but I've had them. I mean. These names kind of jump out to me. I mentioned Brady Lissy. Mm-hmm. Mentioned Roger o. Freeman mm-hmm. uh, because of his – basically his dynamism for Mard. Not even saying he's yes. going to be the best linebacker, but, but the fact that you can put him at linebacker, put him in defensive line, put him in running back, doesn't matter. Quarterback, too, as we saw last year. Um, I'm going to go with Austin Ochoa. If he can keep Good that uh, offense humming, they should be absolutely fine. I'm going to go with – I was going to go with Autry Blag as well, a um, receiver. And someone a little – off the beaten path. I'm gonna go Kevin Genders at Fall yeah. City as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, linebacker. And, and when 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 Fall City is really cooking, mm-hmm. it's because that defense is just suffocating people. Sure, that's that's kind of the big thing.
4: Ed, okay, uh, quarterback at Albany, Ben West. Yep, had a good year. Uh, let's don't forget the linebacker whose name I probably can't. Well, you see, Mascaro. Yep. At, at Virgil yes. is really good.
2: The 17th Mascaro kid. Uh, okay. Uh,
0: Running back Tommy Davis out of St. Augustine mm-hmm. is another good ball player. Well, and that's another team that they're so relying on running the ball that he that if they're good, he's going to be the name that you know from St. Augustine.
4: Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a running back out of Hawley, Colton Marshall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's my pick. Yeah, uh uh-huh.
0: No, those he's he's a stud and, and a guy that that I think could get Hawley where, where they want to go. The other the only other guy I throw out there is Hamlin's got a defensive end in Austin Lozano. If Hamlin's going to win that region, I think it's going to be on the back of that defense, and Lozano is is the guy to to keep an eye Hamlin on. Hamlin
4: has a quarterback too. Yes, they do. Or Warner, uh, uh, yes. Braylon Warner.
0: Yes, they are going to be very very solid. Or Brayden and Warner. We mentioned
3: him. Uh, we mentioned him before, but. Bear's repeating. Sebastian Porter, Will Far. Garrison, yes. Yeah, Unbelievable. Both both those running backs. Un- out of this world players. Well, I thought somebody already mentioned. Yeah. I mention yeah, him. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. that's oh, certainly yeah. they're gonna be yeah. they're gonna be really good. Really
4: Any idea cool. where he's going or who's recruiting him? Mm,
0: I mean when you're talking about the two A level, it's possible that nobody is. You know what I mean? I guarantee you it. Stephen Eiffel taking. So if you yeah, <laughs> right. There's some there's some there's some teams that could certainly use uh, guys like that. Yeah. All right. Uh toughest districts. Uh, Terry, do you have a pick for the toughest district in, in two a You don't. I'll pass. Ed, do you have a pick for toughest district oh yeah. in 2A? Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, uh,
4: in Division 1, District 11, with Garrison, Tenney Hall, Joaquin, and Timpson. Mm-hmm. Timpson's not a bad team. Uh, and also, uh, Shiner, Weimer, and Wallace Brazos is pretty mm-hmm. good District 15. And in Division 2, Stratford, Groover, Vega, yep. and Clarendon yep. is real strong. That's brutal. And then you, how can you forget Hamlin, Albany, and Haskell?
0: District Seven, yeah, yeah. Um, I would also lump in um, this. This may not be the the district that you think about in district and district or Region Two of Division. Uh, of division, uh, I'm sorry, Region Four, Division Two. Uh, but I really like what uh, District 14 has. Uh, mm-hmm. You have Burton, you have Snook, you have Flatonia. Um, those are three teams that I think are going to duke it out. Especially if Burton kind of falls back to the pack, I think mm-hmm. those are some teams they could get in there. Is there a district you've got your eye on? I
2: think it's District One, District Seven in two A Division One. Mm-hmm. Um, that's you got San Saba, you got De Leon, you got Crawford. Yeah. Valley Mills is right there. Heiko is just one win away from you know beginning in the playoff spot as well. Uh, we'll see what Goldthwaite has like. I think that uh, San Saba should be the clear favorite, in my opinion. But I think those other two teams, Crawford and Dillion, especially, could be um, could are, are secret right uh, I, sleepers.
0: No, I think I think that that's uh, that's exactly right. And, and this is a team, or rather, this is that's a, th- a district where you do have San Saba there, but but Crawford's going to be in the mix. And we the first time we mentioned Dillion this year mm-hmm. you know, in, the, in this segment, but they they are always very dangerous. Uh, you know, uh, as they were last year, a nine-one team from year ago. Okay. okay, finally, we're going to go our favorites. So I've got region picks for each of them. I don't know if you do. No. Um, okay, well then who who would you character- characterize as your favorites to win titles in two A?
1: Well, I really hope San Saba wins. Okay. And um, I'll just be happy, you know, for whoever else wins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you
0: are you are putting on your armadillo shirt and you are you are waving your armadillos pom poms and you are you're out here saying this is the year for for San Saba.
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I mean I guess like I I really don't have teams that I don't cheer for. I mean, I I do have I mean, I don't know. I will say I've already said Refúrio bothers me that um that you know, they're so dominant. Like I I was really happy Mason beat them. But I mean, they're fine. I, you know, it's fine. I'm sure Ed, <laughs> yeah. Before okay. you before you put, your, before you
0: put your make make more enemies on the coastal bend. Let's go to Ed. Oh, she's just trying to make friends. What the heck? Uh,
2: pretty
4: much, I like a lot of what you had in the mm-hmm. magazine. I think Hawley may win region one, mm-hmm. uh, and I I really think the key games are going to be the regional semifinals in every region yeah. except San Sabas region because I think New Deal may make the title region final, mm-hmm. but I think uh, Panhandle's a better team than New, than New Deal yep. in my mind. I, I think Garrison's better than Tenney Hall, but they get matched up with St. Augustine around mm-hmm. earlier. Right. And so Tenney Hall could make the regional final. And I think Shiner's better than Mason myself, and I think Grafieri will win the region. Mm-hmm. I like it.
2: I think I got. I think I got pretty much chalk with the magazine. Yeah, looking at panhandle. Well, you wrote the mag- that I portion. Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I hope. So. I mean, no, opinions can change. No, yeah, opinions um, can change. I mean, I, I think I still. Ones. I think I still like everything. I, I mean, everything I had. You know, Panhandle, San Saba, uh really was San Augustine and Refugio. Yeah, and I do. I do think Refugio might be a little. I think. Uh, it's going to be between obviously those three teams, but I think Refurio this year has separated themselves from those two. I, I think they bring enough back to where i I'm pretty confident in saying that Refurio can beat mason or shiner very I mean not easily, but you know I think I think, think, I think they'll leads. be the favorite yeah. i think i I, I, I think I agree with I, you. I yeah. think
0: Refurio starts the year as the favorite mm-hmm. um. Past that, it would be whoever's the second place team in Region Two sure. or Region Four. Past that's probably the third place team in Region Four, mm-hmm. and then it's probably Sam Sapa. Yep. Uh Now, if you're asking me, you know which team I'm, I'm most confident to make a title game, might be San Sappa. You know what I mean? I think that that's the team that that if Coach Aguirre can get that team clicking, um, then I, I think that they're going to have the, they they have the best path to get to a state championship game uh, into a Division One. Mm-hmm. As far as two A Division Two is concerned. Um, I like Stratford. I think that they've got a lot coming back in Region 1. I think they're my pick in Region 1. Um, I know I'm going to make friends with, with Denny Faith again, but but I'm going to go with Hamlin. I'm going to go with Pipe Pipers out there in Region 2. You're uh, going to pay for that uh, one later, burn, buddy. You're going to get burned to the ground. You're going to pay uh, for it later. Uh, Mart going out on a limb. think they're going to win Region 3. Uh, and then Fall City. And and I do think um, I think Fall City's got a, got a real good shot to beat Mart. In a semifinal, in a potential semifinal, I, I think the winner of Mart Mart Fall City will will be the favorite to win a state championship, um, but I do think I, I I'm picking Mart, but I think that Mart Fall City may end up being your de facto state championship. I,
4: I agree 100%. I I wanted to pick Fall City, but you got you got to beat the man to be the man. That's and, exactly right. I mean, and they've got to cut that gap down some more. I mean, they played didn't they? Play, played in a regional final, or semifinal. semifinal last year. final last year. Yeah, and.
0: It was Fall four, City. It was four to thirteen. Great game at halftime, and then Mark pulled away in yeah. the second half. And, and
4: they making close that gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, but March not going to be as good as last year. Yeah. No way. And Fall City might or might not be better. They March Fall City lost a good quarterback. Yes, mm-hmm. he did. And so, uh, but I, I'm going with Mark over Albany in the title game.
0: Ooh, okay. I like it.
2: <sighs> I'm going to struggle with this Groover, Strat- Groover Stratford. Yeah, that's because Groover's got the guy region one. Yeah. Yeah. Groover's got the guy. I guess I'm going to give all Hamlin a sliver over Albany. Sorry, coach. Um,
0: (laughs) I think (laughs) it's going to pay. We're not even thinking about Russell. Lucas is probably like,
2: yeah. All right, cool. You guys are picking (laughs) us. Oh, thanks. (laughs) We're 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 only worried about that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Fall City and Mart uh, coming out of those two regions. And I think, I don't see March slowing down. Mm. I, I don't know. This could be the start of something really special. There, the train keeps. I think train keeps going.
4: I think we'll know a whole lot about March after they play Refurio yes. on the twenty seventh. We'll know sure. about both those teams. And, both and, te- and we'll know more about Mason once they play Wall. I think there's sure. a fair.
0: I think there's a fair argument that that's a matchup of the two. The, the two two A state champions. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really could be. Yeah. Terry. Yes. What do you like in D two? Um,
1: I mean, Burton maybe. Okay. Okay. I like it.
0: Okay. I like it. Cool. Sure. <laughs> All right. And that's our two-way preview. We did it, guys. Good job, everybody. It's fun. Good job. And now we go to Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts.
3: Our man uh, Rob Hathaway makes a good point. Plano did end up reversing their decision, and since we raked them over the coals, we yes. should probably give them a little shout for yes. doing the right thing eventually. Well done
0: well done to Plano. After
3: everyone screamed at you.
0: Well done to Plano for cleaning so up
1: the, the mess. So the game is just back on?
0: It's going to be played at the Star on Thursday uh, of that week. They've they put the game back on. This, this came down over the weekend? Uh, late last week. Late think, last weekend. Yeah. Um, but it was. Uh, but they've they reversed their decision. They are going to play. Eastwood is coming. They're going to play at the Star. Wow. Um, yes. That so. actually
1: really gives me like hope for the future that they were able to admit they were wrong. Yes,
0: I think it was I think it was the right move and 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 you know, kudos to them for for cleaning up their mess. I think that it ended up being, you know, from everything that I hear, it was a decision that was made on high by powers that didn't necessarily understand the landscape mm-hmm. and once they caught wind that what a bad idea it was. Uh, yes, so kudos to Plano ISD for doing the right thing eventually. Uh, so yes, they they deserve it, and, and we're going to be very happy to see Plano versus Eastwood.
3: Stephen Smith wants to know how the heck Terry is related to everyone in Texas.
1: <laughs> I, I don't think I'm technically related to everyone in Texas. But it's a lot
3: of ex boyfriends.
0: Uh, <laughs> there is quite a network. <laughs> there's a ne- there's a network of ex boyfriends.
1: I mean, I you know I like to convert ex boyfriends into friends.
3: Okay, there you go.
0: Fair enough. Max, what else? Uh,
3: you'll never believe this, but Garrison fans are mad that we don't think they're awesome.
0: I do think they're awesome. I think Sebastian yeah. Porter's awesome. Sebastian
3: Porter's awesome. The, um, they are good. They're, yes. very, they're, they're a very
0: got good
4: team. They got some offensive linemen they need to find that are a little bit better, but Garrison is a
0: real good
3: team. I think I'm, Garrison's. I'm pretty I mean, sure we only said good things about Garrison and then. One of the comments was, "We showed them no love." I think Garrison and Tenaha <laughs> so. is going to be
0: one of the best games of the year. And yeah. gar- Garrison Saint Augustine last year was a yes. dogfight. It yeah. really was. So it'll be it'll be fun there in Region Three. But uh, yeah, Garrison's a very good team. Anybody else mad at us? Nah, let's call it a day. That's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us. Actually, you've done this before, haven't you?
1: Yes. That's what for us. Thank you for spending
0: part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com for Max Thompson, Terry Adams, Ishmael Johnson, and Ed McElroy. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, come pick up your player of the year
4: trophy, Our call us and we'll carry it back to Austin for Don't party. tell them that. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today. <laughs>